don't let the title of this episode fool you. I am not signing off on this podcast. In fact, you'll be hearing more from me on this platform. But I have signed off on my last broadcast after a 35-year television career to focus on the mission of Emily's Hope. This was not an easy decision, and I actually came to it about a year ago after realizing I could not continue to manage both my full-time job as a journalist and running the charity, which was taking all of my time. I was working about 70 hours a week total, and something had to give. I love reporting, but I knew the mission of Emily's Hope was saving lives and will save more lives, and I had to choose that. I'm lucky I lasted as long as I did in TV news, where the deadlines are relentless and the performance aspect of the job, day in and day out, can take its toll. I didn't expect to ever really have to make this decision, but of course I never expected to lose my child either. Emily's death at age 21 from fentanyl poisoning has forever changed me and the trajectory of my life. I recently read something written by Christina Rasmussen that I really identified with. Something happens when we experience loss. The clock starts over. The clock is different to the one before. It measures, calculates, and weighs experiences from a different time zone. It is made of some deep stuff, stuff that makes you not so asleep anymore. It is this new clock that got installed in your body that made life harder at first. But as time goes by, this clock will lead you to a present and meaningful life. And if you are not aware of this new clock yet, you will be in your own time. Don't rush it. It has to take the time it has to take. Let this letter serve as a message from the future, your singular future. I am living in a whole different time zone now. I can't deny that. However, I am able to build upon all the experiences I had until this point and use all the skills I have as a journalist to tell the story of addiction, the dangers of fentanyl, and to try to prevent more deaths in this country. I recently read two books that affirmed my decision to change my career course at this point in my life, and instead of striving to achieve more, strive to be of more service. Both authors have the same last name of Brooks, although I don't believe they are related. The first book is by Albert C. Brooks, and it's called From Strength to Strength, Finding Success, Happiness, and Deep Purpose in the Second Half of Life. Harvard professor and The Atlantic's happiness columnist Arthur Brooks writes about finding purpose and meaning in life as we age. And Brooks speaks from experience. He left in the height of his career to forge a new path, just like me. The second book that influenced me was written by best-selling author and New York Times columnist David Brooks, The Second Mountain, The Quest for a Moral Life. Brooks writes, On the second mountain, life moves from self-centered to other-centered. They want the things that are truly worth wanting, not the things other people tell them to want. They embrace a life of interdependence, not independence. They surrender to a life of commitment. I have surrendered to the commitment of finding purpose in my pain, and that purpose is to try to end the stigma, raise awareness, educate kids to prevent addiction, and get both adults and adolescents into treatment. The podcast 
Grieving Out Loud is part of that mission, and I'm so grateful to all of you who listen to it. I hope you find it helpful. I'm grateful to all of my guests as we approach 100 episodes. I know I'm not the only person to make radical changes and find a new mission after the loss of a child. While I couldn't save my daughter, maybe I can save someone else's. Wishing you faith, hope, and courage. You won't want to miss next week's podcast, where we began a two-part series with the pharmacist, Dan Schneider. Schneider's story was featured in a Netflix series by that name, and he was able to catch his son's killer after a drug deal gone wrong, and later take down pill mills in New Orleans at a time when they were open 24 hours a day, passing out opioids like candy. Dan has a fascinating story, and I had a great conversation with him. So watch for those episodes starting next week.